Disclaimer. All views expressed on this podcast represent the host and his guest and not the companies or agencies they are associated with. This is Tony's Game Lounge, a podcast with a variety of guests from all over the internet talking all things in the gaming industry. Here's your host, Tony Erickson. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another brand new episode of Tony's Game Lounge. I am your host, Tony Erickson, and joining me this week, he's back. The meathead of video games, self-proclaimed, Twitch streamer, and YouTuber. Now, he's got some YouTube content out there. It's Nick Rule. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Um... The meathead of video games haunts me to this day because every time that I think about the fact that I said that, I'm like, that's not necessarily true, but uh, it is funny and I will hold that title proudly. Excellent. Glad to have you back, dude. It's been a while. It has. I think it's been over a year. I actually don't I think, know. I think I think that sounds right. It's been, it's been like at least uh, three seasons since we had you on last. Yeah, that's wild, man. It's wild. But uh, I'll... Even though in all that time, not a whole lot changed with the podcast itself, but, you know, a lot of other things changed with life and stuff for the both of us. Yeah, true. And, uh, a lot, actually, a lot. You you, the... you built, you built like, a two-PC setup now. You've got... Oh, dude. You got a huge, it's... like... You're now, like, a partner with some brand? You got yeah, you're an ambassador? It's, it's a creator program that I'm on board with. So it's, like, I think they're accepting people... Every so often, I think I'm one of 15 people uh, on this program that works with Power GPU, and um, it's really cool, man. It's a company that I've wanted to work with for a very long time. Um, kind of one of the first companies I wanted to work with had my eyes set on them for a while, just because the guy who runs it, uh, his name's Jesse. He's a very, very kind and transparent dude. You know, you don't see it a lot with companies. Um, and he's the owner he runs it with his wife and he has i think it's somewhere around 10 employees under him he just runs a great company and it's a great product and he works with almost every name that you could think of that's you know needing a pc so um very very stoked to be happy or very stoked to be working with them very stoked to be happy with them would be a sentence oh yeah to be working (laughs) with them would be incredible it's incredible man it's it's awesome. I I I was so I had like a proud dad moment oh, in that. Thanks. Yeah, when, when I saw <laughs> <laughs> even though I am well younger than you, uh yeah. it's still a pr- I, I was so happy for you to get that oh, thanks. and um I it's like it very awesome much. to to see that and you get that after everything you've been doing and uh yeah. Um, enough, uh, enough with the gushing from me because we, we've <laughs> we, we've got a lot today. <laughs> And yes, uh, the first thing, it's our headline of the week. Anime Expo is currently going on, or it's just wrapping up. Uh, and Bandai Namco held a little summer showcase uh, during that time and announced some things, gave us some updates on things. Uh, they showed off the Naruto Boruto Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections game, showed off the story modes. And uh, it's set for a release date this year. Still no set release date, but it is set for this year still. So fans of the Naruto and uh, Boruto series will finally get that big, grand old ninja arena fighting game. Bet everybody's going to be stoked for that. It looks good. I I, the, the, I remember the initial trailer for it looked like really impressive. Like it's going to be a massive game. Like this is oh. the Naruto game. Sick. 
We got some new gameplay for Batsen Kaitos 1 and 2 HD Remaster, uh, which I don't remember much about the games because it's been a while since I, they announced that they were getting an HD Remaster. But we got some more stuff on that, which is always nice. Sword Art Online Last Recollection, that got a trailer. That's the next entry in the SAO game series. That's coming out October 6th. Uh, it looks like it's playing like a Warriors game. Uh, or like an action-adventure type game. I don't know much about the SAO games other than it's a video game in a video game. <laughs> or whatever. If you die in the game, you die in real life. That's what it is. <laughs> that, that's what it is. Those are the best video games. It is. Uh, we also got we got uh, more gameplay looked at for Sandland. This is based off the Akira Toriyama work on the same name. Of course, Toriyama being the creator of Dragon Ball Z and the main art director and a part, huge impact in the Dragon Quest series. Uh, we got to see the tank gameplay for that and a few other things. So it looks cool. I still don't know how I feel about it just because I don't know much about Toriyama's other works aside from Dragon Ball. But it's exciting nonetheless. And lastly, the very popular Jujutsu Kaisen is getting a video game. Jujutsu Kaisen Cursed Clash, which is an arena brawler. 2v2 arena brawler. Uh, so that's that was everything was shown. Not a lot, but uh, pretty big things. The Jujutsu, the Jujutsu Kaisen stuff fucking... People like that. People are in love with that show. So it makes sense for it to get a game. I've heard people, that's like one of the, the favorite animes for everybody. That would be one because uh, for anybody listening, I don't know any of this stuff because I don't do anything with anime at all. I think the last like anime anime that I was into was uh, Inuyasha. Um, oh, wow. That was, you know, back when it was on, um, what was it? Not Cartoon Network. Was it Cartoon Network? um cartoon network like adult swim i think adult yeah. swim was it adult it probably was adult swim so it was like late night stuff hey guys future tony here toonami was the name of the like late night anime block that cartoon network had when you know those shows would come on and um that was the only one i heavily got into and then dragon ball z i don't know if that really counts counts but uh aside from that i know that jujitsu kaisen is is one that if i do start up an anime that would be it Mm -hmm. there's a panda i know that much uh, the, pa the, pa the panda uses martial arts so it's basically kung fu panda the anime even though he's not the main character i do have a question for you when you yeah. go over these headlines of the week and you create all of this right how much of this stuff do you keep up with versus how much you just look into for like news and updates when it comes to like getting stuff ready for the podcast it's like i'll go on the news sites i'll do some digging so like anything that's like sega related or like heavy nintendo related i've kept up with like off podcast news but most other stuff like if it wasn't like at like a major expo or anything i'm usually just like okay what's happened this week i see i see okay and, cool and i surprise myself <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh and speaking of those headlines hey we got a bunch of those that we're about to cover right here in the week in review recapping the news of last week from major studio highs and lows tcg updates board games and mmos this is the week in review uh, but first, some of the games that came out last week. Gimmick Special Edition released, as well as uh, Guilt or Jilt. Don't know which one it is because of how it's spelt. And lastly, The Legend of Heroes Trails into Reverie, the latest into the Trails series. 
or the Legend of Heroes series, huge JRPG series uh, that has very a, a hard time getting localization, to say the least. Um, so happy for those who are happy to see that and play that. Uh, in the world of video game news, starting off, we had a whole bunch of stuff get shown for what's coming to Game Pass, including the return of Grand Theft Auto V. The main game of Grand Theft Auto V is now once again free if you're on Game Pass. So I cannot congrats. believe how long this game has had everyone in a chokehold. It is still going strong. Mm-hmm. They released, uh, I know it wasn't like maybe like two or three weeks ago, they released that new update for it that involves new heavy weaponry and vehicles. Interesting. I can't remember exactly what it was because there's so many of them now. I just remember that there was the one DLC that brought in Gay Tony from GTA 4. And I'm like, oh, yo, they're throwing back to some GTA 4 stuff. That's nice. That's cool to see. That's cool. I know people that are like losing their lives to this game because they just go for the role play and they don't get off their computers. Yeah, the, the role play has gotten so much. That's like the big thing of like when I see GTA Five stuff now. That's what yep. I see. Yep. Like I don't see completely different else. lives. It's either that or it's modded to hell and back. Oh yeah, and that's it. Which I mean, both are great ways to play the game. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. It's just insane that it's had this lifespan absolutely can't wait to see what gta 6 will do oh it's gonna be nuts i know that in some zelda news tears of the kingdom dropped its latest patch 1.2.0 and hey with the last patch even though the last patch got rid of duping we eventually found a new duping duping glitch they cracked down on that one too duplication once again gone i no was really sad items I didn't get to test the first one, and I didn't even know there was a second one. Actually, I did know there was a second one, and it became way too complicated, so I gave up. But um, great game, nonetheless. Insane that I don't, you know, like, and we'll talk about this later, too, but I don't understand how people find this kind of stuff. Remind me to talk about um, Only Up, and, and we'll, <laughs> we'll get into, like, all the different oh, yeah. glitches and speed runs and all that, too. Absolutely. Um, in some dying game news, Friday the 13th, which <laughs> is going to be off of Steam platforms in December, it's going to be delisted from e everywhere. They're doing the one of the most generous things I've seen a game developer do uh, in like a level-based game where, you know, you have to progress through to unlock stuff. They're unlocking everything. All oh, wow. It'll be max level, max challenges all done because it's like we're going to be delisting the game. Servers are going to be shut down next year. So it's like, you know what? We're just going to give y'all everything. You know, it's uh, it's not like Apex to do the same because um, what did they do? Uh, their mobile game, they shut it down and they just told everyone, all right, get fucked. Like that was pretty much it. Oh. Like no skins transferring over all your money that you spent on the game is gone. Nothing like they're not adding anything from the mobile game into the real like desktop game, like nothing or console game, I guess. But nothing. They just got abandoned. Yep. That's that, that's depressing. Very, very cool. <laughs> very cool Apex. <laughs> very cool Apex. Um, also, thing on Friday the 13th, the game is like six bucks Canadian. Uh, oh, okay. 14 with the DLC. So honestly, if you want a spooky game to play with your friends like this October, because, you know, spooky season, uh, pick it up. Like I picked it up. I'm like, you know what? This is only this. It's this cheap. I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to try to convince some of the friends to do it so we can maybe 
try to get like yeah. a whole private game going because it's it a good it's game gone. like it's a good it's a good isometric game it's got that those horror elements with jason and hmm. all that stuff i think it's a fun little game and uh to play cool. it with friends that would be a great i will time. keep that in mind then and some <laughs> on, on the on the the news of shutdowns Daedalic Entertainment, the publisher and developer of Lord of the Rings Gollum, they're closing their Hamburg, Germany-based internal studio that made the game, and they have ended development on a second project based on Lord of the Rings as well. They will be focusing strictly on publishing going forward. Dude, it was so bad. Gollum was so bad Uh, they i i don't say this i say this very lightly that's embarrassing like have did you see anything on it i saw a few things but i didn't see much of it because the release of Gollum as well like when it was shown off at the game awards we thought it would get like all this like you know a bit more pr than it did it got like no pr up until its release like it came out and it was just oh it's out Yes, and I, I, well, that's kind of what I expected for it because I'm going to be honest, who wants to play a game as Gollum? Like, I really thought about this. I was like, that doesn't, it's not interesting. He's a great character in the movies, but like, aside from that, what other than the ring, like, I just, I don't, if anything, they could have succeeded with this game if they made it like a treasure hunt. Like, I don't know, like, uh, or, or you have to climb really high, like, and only up until you reach the ring. Like that would have been a better, but the, the execution on this game, Tomb Raider uh, in like 1990 or whenever that came out, like the original Tomb Raider with like the, you know, the triangles for hands and whatnot. Um, that was better than this. I'm not kidding, dude. It was so bad. I was, I was crying laughing. So were the, the people posting the clips. It's just it was a terrible game, so uh, it doesn't surprise me that they're shutting down. Uh, in some happy news, though, to hey, to, uh, to make people happier, the creator of Katamari, Keita Takahashi, he revealed his studio's next game uh, to a T. This game is about a teenager named Teen who is stuck in a T post. <laughs> And he has to live his life just being in a T-pose. And your the gameplay is uh, you doing all these tasks in a T-pose. Incredible. That's such that's such a good idea. You're a, you're a doggy sidekick. And the trailer for it is amazing. It's being published by Annapurna Interactive, who have published other fantastic indie games like Stray, Neon White. Uh, so keep what an eye out for this. Idea. Good for him. Very excited to see that. Um, In some sport game news, we're getting a new 7-on-7 arcade football game, which is coming Mm. out October 10th, Wild Card Football. It's going to include, like, power-ups where you can grow, like, 20 feet, field hazards, like some bumpers, maybe some ice here and there. And the face of the game, Colin Kaepernick. Huh. And uh, he'll be joined, of course, by other pros, Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Joey Bosa, and a couple, many more. But they chose Kaepernick as the face of the game. That, uh... Which hasn't, he hasn't played since 2016, right? Or did he, is he playing again? That's interesting alone. But I mean, because it's a wild card, you know, power up 
hazards, bumpers. I don't think it really matters. I think they could probably pull players from the 80s. It wouldn't matter. But the idea of this, the last two uh, things that we've talked about, it's like we're bringing back bad games, but like the bad games that are good. Like, oh, it's a it's a teen named teen who's in a T pose and you have to like wander around like that could be so good. Right. And then this reminds me of, um, oh, God, it was a football game that you could play. NFL uh, Blitz. Yes. Oh, my God. Blitz was so good. So good. And then they tried to do it again and it was really bad. But hopefully this is good. <laughs> hopefully. Mm. Hopefully. Uh, is some in-person event news. Blizzard has announced its plans for BlizzCon, uh, the big fan convention, the first to be held in person since 2019. They've revealed that all of the show's main onstage content will be live-streamed for free. The, oh. the event will be at the Anaheim Convention Center November 3rd and November 4th. Good. Good. Good for them. And hopefully they don't drop the ball uh, like they did a couple of years ago with that, what was it, Diablo Immortal? Oh, <laughs> Where they're like, man. hey, you guys waited on Diablo? Here's a mobile game with microtransactions. And that died. Yeah, that was a whole gotcha thing that pissed everybody off. I mean, they're definitely redeeming themselves they're, with Diablo They're redeeming 4. themselves with Diablo 4. They've, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give credit, credit where credit's due, even though I am probably one of the biggest Blizzard haters out there. <laughs> Diablo 4 is done well for them. I'm glad that people are enjoying the game and enjoying something that they made. I, you won't see me playing the game anywhere because I just <laughs> don't like Blizzard. I'll tell you right now, I don't know what your bias is, but if you ever get past it, that game is incredible. It's so good. We'll note. We, I will I, I will jot that down. <laughs> Writing it down on your imaginary notepad that yes. you're going to throw out in your imaginary trash can later. <laughs> exactly. Hey, how'd you know? Yeah, got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, it's the Baldur's Gate news. Uh, huge news if you are going to get the game on PC. It's coming out 27 days earlier. Uh, it's now set for an August 3rd release. Um, however, it's being pushed back a little bit for PlayStation 5 as that is now set for a September 6th release. If that's the game I'm thinking of, it's like D and D. Okay, that is. There was a dude that was losing his mind on TikTok about it, and I watched the entire thing because of how stoked he was. And this game, if it's gonna do what they're saying it's gonna do, it's going to be insane. The amount of character customization is it's gonna allow everybody to have like their own way of playing the game. Yeah, it's it, people are very like this game is gonna be one of like the big releases this year. I wouldn't be surprised if it's up for game of the year if if i may just say who the guy is his tiktok yeah because it was it. it was well worth watching absolutely um his name is michael bryan on tiktok uh it's michael bryan vo his uh it was posted four days ago so um i don't know july 2nd video it gave me like a perfect i didn't know anything about this it gave me an insight and i was like huh i might look into this it looks wild so if you're interested in that, definitely um, he, he gives a good rundown. Absolutely. In some Hi-Fi Rush news, uh, they're adding a new arcade mode update, which is going to include a bunch of new cosmetics and two brand new game modes. A tower mode, tower survival mode, where you basically get de-leveled all the way back down and have to level up Chai once again from like scratch 
and make your way to the end of that. The more you play, the more you gain. And then a new BPM rush mode, which is a survival mode where the music just gets faster the longer you survive, going up to 200 beats per minute. Oh, cool. So it sounds like panic in a game. Awesome. Yes. I will try uh, and speak- check that out. <laughs> Speaking of panic in a game, have, have you tried the Grimace Shake yet, Nick? No, and I'm so t- I just want the trend to go away. So, <laughs> actually, no, they're really good videos. They are, but it's just like everybody and their mother is making one. So, uh, well, <laughs> what if I told you you could have a Grimace Mead in Skyrim? Of course you can. See, you know what? I I can't. Whatever. <laughs> just- <laughs> I can't even uh, be mad at it. Like the it's, mods, it's, no, I'm gonna be honest. I was expecting more from this mod. It's not. It's actually pretty lackluster. You drink the mead. Uh, you wait like a couple seconds. And you get warped to this coastline, uh, surrounded by bo- skulls, bones, and a purple uh, texture on the ground. Interesting. That's I all it does. I was to be in your face. Yeah, I was expecting. I don't know. Grimace to like hunt you down, and you had to fight Grimace. I would have been now. That so would much be better. cool. That would have been cool. But it's, it's a little lackluster. If you're the modder and you're listening to this somehow, maybe update that. You know, take a take a bit of... Maybe make Grimace a dragon. Add, add a little bit more. Make it add a little spice. <laughs> uh, hey, Ubisoft, they're saying that Division 2 players who are exploiting a bug in the Descent game mode to gain some unfair amounts of XP are going to be hit with a two-week ban for their efforts and could end up perma-banned if they persist in taking advantage of this. I'm not being a dick. That game is still going. Yeah, I know, right? I, when I read this, I was surprised. I was just as surprised. Like, I, I, it's one of those. I thought those games were abandoned, so that you know, exploiting anything, no one would really care. But they're like, nope, we're holding on. We're holding yeah. on. I think Ubisoft is being a bit more active because they have a new Assassin's Creed game come. They have a new major release coming out, I see. and they're like, oh, we got to be active on everything again, don't we? All I right, see, round them up. <laughs> so i think that's the reason on that yeah, on, probably. in all honesty in some persona news persona 3 reload got a brand new trailer and we got to hear our first impressions of the brand new english voice cast as everybody got recast for this remake uh we got to uh, and people are saying that they're like pretty impressed they're a little skeptical so far on akihiko's new english voice actor who is the fabulous alejandro Saab, aka sayu the vtuber uh, so, but I, I mean, I like the cast. I, I like how everything's sounding. I cannot wait to play this game because I still haven't played Persona 3 yet, even though Persona 3 Portable and 4 are now on everything. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to wait for this now because this is going to be the definitive version of Persona 3 to play. So are the other two games worth playing? I would play uh, Persona 4 Golden. Yes, I would get I would hold off on Persona 3 Portable until like after you've played Reload because Portable still has the female main character, which alters some things. Um, so I would say wait until you've like played Persona 3 first, like rather base Persona 3 or Persona 3 4 Portable. But like with this coming out, hold off on Portable and then play Persona 5 Royal. It's a fantastic fucking game. Am I, am I dumb? Is there not a one and two? Oh, there is. Um, they're just uh, old and okay. very different uh, compared okay. to like the other personas because they play more like an old school Shin Megami Tensei game. So then, not needed to play. Not needed three. to play. They're cool stories. Um, okay. They're just very they're linear RPGs. 
I see, I see. With uh, like old school dungeon, but the first game was like old school, like first person dungeon mechanic, like uh, uh, Etrian Odyssey. Okay, noted. In dinosaur news. Ark Survival Ascended, which is a remake of Ark Survival Evolved, uh, that's getting delayed to October. But as an apology, the game will now cost 40 US dollars with a launch discount. And after this and its early access period, it'll be $45. You know, that's fine. Like, it's actually something. I don't know. I don't hate that. Yeah. Uh, Ark 2 by the way, is set for the end of next year, I think, is what reports are saying. So that's when we'll get to see Vin Diesel on a dinosaur. God. Okay. Hopefully in a hooked-up car, too, and got a spoiler on that. And I just wanted to say his, family. I was going to say his dinosaurs are his family. And... <laughs> oh, God. All right. Uh, uh, hey, we got some more bands, uh, band news. This time it's with Valve. They've banned roughly 40 CSGO accounts for trading, uh, with the result that more than $2 million worth of in-game items have been lost. Any account that receives a community ban can no longer trade items, and so stockpiles of CSGO skins, stickers, gloves, knives, and the like are now in CSGO Valve Limbo. Other traders are apparently taking this as a warning and selling everything that they have. Yeah, I've seen a few articles on this, and I'm just like... I don't understand it like in terms of like what's happening it's uh, i believe it's with one of the websites that was dealing with this trading uh with them being a bit more sketchy and that's kind of why it was uh it was sketchy with uh crypto that's what it was oh i see i see i don't dude i uh sidebar on this i do not understand how uh uh, an ak-47 skin is going for two hundred thousand dollars but yeah, more power to people i guess it's fucking so weird man um street fighter 6 dropped a brand new trailer for its first dlc fighter rashid returning from street fighter 5 he'll be available july 24th and also the mario kart 8 dlc wave 5 which is adding pd piranha kamek and another character as well as brand eight more courses uh that is releasing next week on july 12th and you had some news about uh diablo 4 that you were bringing up before we started today yeah um so season one is officially releasing i believe they said july 20th and the update itself you can it's like a pre-update will be on july 18th um from what I'm seeing, it looks pretty cool. It looks pretty promising. Um, I was listening in on Shroud and uh, one of his buddies have a conversation on it while the panel was... Well, it wasn't a panel. It was like the the devs were sitting together on a live stream and talking about it. Um, it looks pretty cool. It's going gonna, it's gonna to expand the depth of uh, character differences because there's even something with um, color coding on uh like gems now not just like the gems being sapphire and whatnot but like there's like blue sockets red sockets green sockets it's weird so um it's i'm very um first of all not the person to ask about this but uh (laughs) i i just know the basics of the fact that it's going to expand um the uniqueness of each character it's going to make it harder which is the whole point of the game to find the uh parts you need for the build that you're looking for 
and uh it's it's just it looks good and the season pass um from what i understand is you don't have to buy it's going to have the two tiers how it has like the bottom tier of like the free stuff that you can get all the way to level 100 and then it has the you know pay i think it's 15 dollars for the season pass if you want the cosmetic parts that's but not, it's not that's not put, too bad that's pretty no no good. that's like a and normal battle also, pass price it's not going to put people too far behind either because it's not a big like pay to win type battle pass from what they're saying i'm like so, yeah they learned from diablo immortal yeah and like i think a lot of people are going to see the skins and it's also going to be season one everyone's going to be excited so they're going to buy it anyway and one of the guys uh said uh, not on the panel but i think it's shroud's buddies like people buy the season pass just to buy the season pass like they're going to buy it um but it does look good it looks promising i'm really excited for it because i think the game is this is my first uh top down however what is this game technically like what kind of it's, a, is it it's an, like an rpg and it's like i an think RPG. it's AR, ARPG ARP, action rpg yeah that was yeah that sounds right so action multiplayer my, rpg because it has multiplayer yes and it's it's fun man uh it's my first one that i've actually like really gotten into i tried lost ark that was way too much I tried New World. That doesn't really count. Um, but this, it's it's incredible for anybody listening. If you wanted to even just try the game, I would I would give it a go because I've I've been having a blast and I'm brand new to these games. Awesome. Uh, in some live service game news, uh, starting off with some FF14 updates. The special 10th and 10 year anniversary site is now live. They're teasing some contests and new game events for the future, including a earlier Moogle Tombstone event coming like next month. And also the Make It Rain campaign is currently ongoing until July 17th. Uh, it's like 50% bonus drops on all uh gold saucer games gates and all that stuff and if you do the main quest for this uh event you can get yourself a godbert manderville minion who is uh, under some under some controversy right now because he's apparently not that great at lord of Verminion compared to his son's uh minion and people are in an uproar about this because <laughs> godbert manderville is a goldsmith which is a crafting class who has a limit break. A limit break being like an ultimate attack move. Oh. This dude can run as fast as Sonic the Hedgehog. Naked. Oh. oh and he has that... the he has the a body of iron. This dude and he's like in his he's an old man. This dude is the scary is an unstoppable force of nature and his oh, minion is is stoppable and we are angry in, in an uproar about this <laughs> incredible <laughs> is the battle royale news uh have you always have you ever wanted to play as the fortnite battle bus stick oh god because you will be able to very soon oh, uh, as the battle bus is becoming a transformer uh being released on october 13th physically digitally october 21st as part of the transformers pack uh getting added to fortnite uh, obviously, Optimus already in the game. Bumblebee and Megatron are going to be a part of this pack as well, I believe. Uh, so, you can finally, the Battle Bus. Show me a, a game that does the multiverse of madness better than Fortnite. Show me. Show me anything. Because they they have the multiverse down. They have it. Fortnite runs supreme 
across pretty much any br but just their what is it integrations of different movies franchises games every i mean dude you can be master chief with a lightsaber fighting optimus prime riding a warthog like an actual animal shooting webs and doing backflips with rocket launchers what the hell is that (laughs) that game is so sick it's so sick and they're they're no uh, the no build mode is incredible and it, it honestly did such a good job for that game I, I will agree with that absolutely i will never touch the game but it's it's definitely done some great things with like crossover shit it's and- um if you ever do decide to give it a go uh it's way more fun than you would think because of the ridiculous things that can happen especially with uh their what is it like the unreal engine fortnite integration that they oh, did yeah dude it's wild you can play prop hunt you can play call of duty maps you can play they they just created an only up mode in there like you can play hide and seek now in that game it's it's really really like i'll tell you this much tony i think you would enjoy it with the community because it's free obviously and then you can just go over to a tab and you can go through any of these like fan made um games and I, I played prop hunt with my brother once when my older brother's at hops on like once a month and we were crying laughing for like a good 30 minutes at some of these games. Like it's, it's a good time. Yeah. Uh, in Hoyoverse news, Genshin impact, they just released a brand new trailer for the next major update of the game, which is the Fontaine region that will be added. Uh, the main character, the, uh, the protagonist will be getting a hydro, uh, ability and, uh yeah, more characters to spend your money on because <laughs> Brent, they're they're the cool the character designs are pretty cool. They're, it's like magician kind of based with like some of the designs. I'm like okay, those are kind of kind of yeah. looking. Um, and from the looks of things, story wise, it's like oh, you're gonna get charged in like a court and have to deal with that for like plot wise. That's what people are speculating. Uh, no star, no real Star Rail news. They've been showing off some trailer, uh, some uh, images on their Twitter of new characters coming soon. They all look really good. Uh, in the world of TCG, starting off with Pokemon, Scarlet and Violet Obsidian Flames drops August 11th, and the Scarlet and Violet 151 pre-orders are available now for an Elite Trainer Box up till September 20th, and it releases September 22nd. In Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel, a new ban list is going into effect on the 13th of July. Only two cards are getting uh, banned, uh, Silva, Warlord of Dark World, and Branded Expulsion. Those two are getting banned from the game, so you won't be able to use them in proper uh, competitive I decks. Uh, I don't remember, I don't know what their effects were because I didn't bother reading them because I'm a Yu-Gi-Oh player. I don't read. Uh, in the world of TCG for Yu-Gi-Oh, the Gold Pride card sleeves drop July 27th, as well as the Pe- Duelist Nexus pack. Speed Duel Streets of Battle City comes out August 24th. The 25th anniversary tin for Dueling Heroes drops September 7th. And the Crimson King Structure deck drops on the 21st of September. In Magic the Gathering news, the biggest news of all, the One Ring. It was found. The One oh, Ring card. No way. The full art card. It was found. It was found in Canada. Oh, Ontario, Canada. Of course. Which means... Because of taxes, 
if they cash it out worth that two million dollars and they decide to you know sell it or whatever no. they will owe four hundred ninety thousand of that transaction no. to the government because of taxes way yeah that doesn't even make sense it's how it's canada's it's i don't know the exact things but it's because of a tax thing that canada has that the u.s doesn't that doesn't uh, now how that's if the person who got this bought like the box or the pack in a store normally if they receive this pack from like a family member as a gift i believe it's like they don't pay any taxes on it because it was a gift uh, you better find a way to lie about that. You better. <laughs> uh, I believe that reports say like the first thing that he did was get like uh, an accountant or like some or some lawyers to help figure out the shit of oh, yeah. what he wants to do I if he's too. selling it. Um, and that's if they're even going to sell it. Like they might be a collector themselves, and they are going to be the owner, sole proprietor so owner of this card. Two million and just million wait for it to uh, to go up in price even more. Is there a video of it? No, he, the the person is staying private about it. Like they reported it, and that's all we like. Which is honestly smart. It's smart, but it makes it so much pain. It hurts. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, but c- well, congratulations, uh, as yeah. a fellow Canadian, uh, we I, I I cannot help but feel pride for this because <laughs> as a fellow Canadian, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> as a fellow Canadian, sorry, everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's pretty good. It's some other uh, Magic Gathering news. Commander Masters releases August fourth. Wilds of Eldraine is September eighth. The Doctor Who Commander decks drop October thirteenth, and the Lost Caverns of Ixalan are yet to be uh, determined for a release date. And lastly, in some tabletop news, Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition playtest material launched last Thursday. The unearthed Arcana document runs about 77 pages and contains substantive changes being made to Bard, Cleric, Druid, Monk, Paladin, Ranger, and Rogue. Uh, If you're using this new playtest material, feedback will be opening up July 11th regarding it. Um, This is all to set up the next main, uh, the the D&D game rule manual for next year which is going to come out which is going to be under that new D one rule very cool Can, cannot wait to see what it kind of changes in that and that's all the gaming news uh from this past week any final thoughts on any of those nick no i think we've pretty much covered it you're killing it well on that it's time for us to now look ahead to see what should be on your radar from july 10th to 16th from upcoming AAA titles, promising indies, and the random shovelware, here's what should be on your radar. It's not a lot. I'm going to say this. It's not a lot. Uh, no game releases until Wednesday, when Oxenfree 2 Lost Signals releases for everything except for the Xbox. And also, it comes out on mobile devices as well. Uh, but no Xbox release. Uh, and the same goes for the first release on Thursday, Gravity Circuit, which is coming out on everything but Xbox systems. Manic Mechanics comes out for the Switch. And Testament, the Order of High Human, comes to everything but the Switch. And on Friday, Jagged Alliance 3 comes to the PC. And the big game of the week, Exoprimal, drops on everything but the Switch. Uh, and Exoprimal's looking pretty good for the big dinosaur horde shooter where you're a mechanical a Gundam basically killing dinosaurs oh interesting 
I've uh, dude, I've heard nothing about any of these games, but I'm looking this really. Exo Primal is the big one. It's even getting a Street Fighter collaboration where you can play as cybernetic Ryu and Guile. Uh, that's pretty cool, dude. Wait, that looks wild. Mm -hmm. Huh? It's gonna be a big game. I'm I'm debating on picking it up, but I'm still playing through Final Fantasy 16. So is I've, it a I've got a lot? Is way it to like go. a horde game? Horde game, yep, horde shooter. Wow. Huh, I might have to look into this. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, and those are all the games coming out next week. Uh, like, not a lot. It's uh, summer. It's the midsummer month. So we won't see much until, like, I would say August. I feel like we're going to have a few more slow weeks. And then August will pick up again to get uh, the fall releases all out. Because, oh boy, it's going to be stacked in the next couple of months. Dude, the new Spider Man's coming out. I haven't even played the first one. The second one looks insane. I am so I am ready for it because I played both the first one and Miles Morales and uh, I am I'm ready. Yeah, it looks I'm really so good. Dude. Ready. Uh, well, with that, it's time for us to now jump into our main focus. Here is what we're talking about this week in the Game Lounge. Covering anything from modern and retro games to the hard-hitting questions that define the gaming world. Here's what's going down this week in the Game Lounge. And our first topic of the day. It's the state of gaming in 2023. I, I, I want to start off with like some positives because I feel like there's a lot of negatives that have happened this year as well as the positives. So I want to start with the positives. What games have captured our attention this year, Nick? Um, I was going to say just because it was for the uh, uh, clippable moment when you were going to say the state of gaming in 2023. I was going to back up from my mic and scream, it's ass, but it's not. It's <laughs> It's really not like... Uh, I was actually listening to um, uh, Faze Kaylee talk about this, and she's like, "You're you're you're listening to people that are just telling you their opinions, and they're trying to you know make it a selling point, and they're just miserable people that hate what they're doing." She's like, "Gaming is not in a bad spot. You're just playing games that are in a bad spot." And I was like, "Yeah, that's a really good point." Um, games that have captured my attention in 2023. Uh, you have Zelda, first of all. I mean, that's incredible. That game yes. is. I mean, I'm. I got one of the four main parts done. Uh, I forget. I'm really bad at names of things. Uh, the water abilities that you get. Oh, the, um, the Zora. Zora, thank you. Uh, I got Zora done. I'm headed toward. Actually, I just got the the rock abilities too. I can't remember oh, the their Goron. names either. Thank you. See, this is why you're here. This is why um, I'm here. I. I, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not like. <laughs> I haven't played like all the Zelda games. I've played like a good chunk of the, um, a good chunk. I can't even say that. I've played like a decent, a small amount of them, but I, I, I'm the video game man. I know what I'm talking about. The the game, it's incredible. I think they did a, a fantastic job with it. I'm having a blast. The only reason that I haven't uh, returned back to it in like the last month was because Diablo's got me in a chokehold. Um, Diablo, uh, what else did I play? There was uh, Senua. Is that what it's called? Senua's Sacrifice or whatever? Yeah, the first yeah, yeah. Um, Hellblade or Hellblade. Hellblade. Was... That dude, dude, that was awesome. I mean, that it caught my attention. It, it didn't come out this year, but I played that. I thought that was really good. The uh, game. I'm gonna say it because they're they've been showing off stuff for the sequel. Uh -huh. Those games kind of creep me. They creep me out with how they look. Dude, they're supposed to. They made me feel so uncomfortable. Oh, the first one made me feel so uncomfortable for so long. Because if you if you have your audio set up correctly, which isn't hard to do, just don't have it in mono. Um, 
the way that the voices creep in the back of your head when they're talking because they have the directional down to like a T. Some of the voices sound like it it feels like somebody's right next to your ear on the back side of you just talking. It is so good. It is so creepy. I hate like horror type type games, but like this one, I don't know. It did it for me. Um can't think of anything else off the top of my head right now just because I mean I could think of one. Go for it. You went gaga for it earlier this year. Hogwarts Legacy. Oh my god, that was this year, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Oh, dude. Oh, okay. So, uh, side note, uh, for those listening, I am very, very, very bad at time frames. Uh, in fact, like my brother has Invisalign, and there was one time I was talking to him, and I was like, "Oh, dude, in six months, your teeth have changed up a lot." He said, six months." I said, "What?" I, I was like, "Okay, eight. He's like, "Try a year and a half." I'm like, "Huh?" I didn't realize how much time had gone by. Um, my God, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think I blink, and then like I'm halfway through the year. Uh, it's not that I don't take the things in. It's that for some reason my memory of them seem closer uh with everything i mean it's literally everything unless there's a date attached to it but point being um i forgot that hogwarts legacy came out when, when was that was that february yeah february dude so good so damn good um enjoyed that from start to finish played the ever living hell out of it i mean i i did everything other than um like the really like minuscule collectibles, but like did all the side missions, did the main missions, uh, did, uh, you know, got all the power ups that I could possibly get just from start to finish. That game is a perfect 10 out of 10 for me. However, I heard the, um, the PC port is dog shit. And, yeah. The um, PC port has had some big issues and they kind of abandoned That's, it. it- yeah, it, it, from, that's what all right, that's what I got the the sense of as well because I haven't heard about it from for a while now. Yeah, I have a, a buddy. Um, his name's Lowly. He wants to play it on the PC port again because apparently the mod is coming out. Um, where you can do co op, and he asked me, he's like, "Would you play it?" And I was like, "Well, yeah. I mean, is it cross platform?" And and he's like, "No, but I'll just buy it for you." Because I told him straight up, I'm like, "I'm not paying for it again." I mean, there's no reason for me to. But that's how good that game is. Is as long as it functions well, he is willing to pay like a full another what is that seventy bucks just to play it. Dang! Like it just yeah, dude. Because um, again with the PC port, he wasn't able to play it as much. Um, because it's just it's it's real rough, real rough. I've had a couple people tell me they just had to quit, which sucks because they didn't get to enjoy it as much as I did. But I mean, I fully decorated my room. I wore outfits every day. I had uh, dry ice and a cauldron, so it looked like it was, you know, I was making a concoction in the background. Like, I went really hard for this game. Um, I totally forgot. When was God of War? Was God of War technically last Ragnarok year? Ragnarok was last year because it won. It was up for game of the year. That's right. That is right. Um, I can't think of anything else that I've played. Again, memory is very bad. Uh, if you want, I want to speak about Hogwarts. Like, I want to give a shout out to my boy, Sean, uh, who's been on the podcast before. He's a huge Harry Potter fan. Die hard. He played the game four times, 100%. Oh, my God. Does it? I I don't ever understand that because I feel like for me, and this is, it's all personal, obviously. It's a subjective thing, but like it would, it would water it down over and over. 
that's just my opinion but like anytime i hear somebody playing a game that many times i'm like are are you still enjoying it the second third even the fourth time through but i mean to each their own if he if he's getting that much enjoyment good i'm glad he gets his money worth he absolutely did i i i did i went for the platinum in the game i got the platinum in the game oh nice uh because it wasn't too bad it's just beat 100 one file pray to god that you didn't break that one side quest which i unfortunately did which involves rescuing a moon calf but because i opened the cage too early i couldn't open it again when i oh, got sucks. the quest so i had to wait for that first major patch to come out to actually platinum it but i did oh that. yeah we talked about that yeah I we, we did talked about that and it kind of screwed that run for you. It's it screwed that, but thankfully the update came out and I got the platinum afterwards. So oh nice, it was That's an easy, easy fix. Um, earlier in the year, we had the surprise drop of Hi-Fi Rush, which was a phenomenal game. Uh, as I talked about earlier, this is a rhythm action game, a rhythm action platformer, and it is a phenomenal game from the people who brought us uh, the Evil Within. Oh, that's cool. That is so different. This kind of looks like um, there was something similar to this. I forgot what it was called. Something with a city. And it was a bunch of like smashing. This also kind of looks like the old Sega game um, where you were on skates and oh, you were spray uh, painting everything. Jet Set Radio. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like Jet Set mixed with um, Sunset. It's Sunset Overdrive. Oh, that yeah, game, I get I that. I, was... I, yeah, I definitely see that. Yeah, no, it looks cool. It's very uh, vibrant. I, fi- I legit the day it came out because it came out like on that day. The next day I played it, I beat it in a day because I was playing it all day. Just couldn't get off. I couldn't get off. It was that good. See, and I think it to get back to the point of like what captured our attention in 2023 is that there are games that are out there that are really good. I think, um, including myself, I'm guilty of this too, especially depending on what you're playing. There, it. it Gaming can be in a really good state. It just depends on where you're looking. But if you're stuck in your little corner of, let's just use, um, you know, the games that are kind of pissing a lot of people off right now being Apex and Warzone and uh, what other games are not getting like good optimization or getting any help. I mean, okay, you could talk about Hogwarts in a certain way if you have the PC version of it, right? Um, Depending on how you're looking at the state of gaming, um that can affect your opinion on stuff and again i've been guilty of it but like there's some really and this is just like stuff that we've mentioned there's a whole back catalog of games that every human being on this earth could go back and play uh either again or for the first time because there's tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of games i would assume hundreds of thousands i, 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 I think at this point there, are. there probably is yeah yeah but like it can be really good um so if you are one of the 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 guilty few that you know thinks that uh gaming sucks right now because you're playing a game that sucks just go play a game that doesn't suck or just try something new i mean until that starts to suck a little bit and then try something else but as for the state of gaming it's just an, an interesting spot and it has an ebb and flow of um it being good and bad in uh ways of like what's interesting, what's going to catch attention, especially if you're a streamer, you know, what's going to catch the attention of the viewers and stuff like that. Like I've been playing Diablo. I am a first person shooter streamer, mostly. Um, I'd say that it's becoming more and more variety of the, uh, as the years go. Um, but 
uh, I started playing Diablo and there are times, especially for the three year anniversary that I just had, my average was like 30 people. And then there are times when I'm just playing on like a regular day and I'll have like an average of like 15. I couldn't even do that during Apex because people were getting bored of it. But I'm over here playing a completely different game that's like more fun and entertaining and playing with, you know, friends that are actually having fun and the conversations are going back and forth. So I think for right now, gaming is in a pretty cool spot. Um, plenty of games to, to play that are are relatively recent. And then you can obviously go back and play the whole back catalog, too. As long as the game doesn't, you know, up and die like uh, Multiversus did. Oh, my God. I totally forgot that that was a thing. Um fuck that yeah. was wild like hey guys we're just gonna shut the game down we'll be back next year oh they shut it down yeah is you just you just cannot play it anymore what Everything's i did not know it's that all, it's all gone yeah whoa whoa i was like really hyped on that for like three days maybe a week i didn't know they shut it down i mean don't get me wrong like you can't really make something where super smash brothers just takes the reins you know it's it's very hard well then again i mean that's the argument with everything then it's like oh call of duty did multiplayer better than this game so shut down the no that doesn't work that way so i don't know i wonder what they're gonna do to make it interesting i'll tell you right now the input system was dog shit yeah no it absolutely was i played it for, i'm like i'll give this a try and i'm like this is awful yeah it was it was pretty damn bad dude pretty damn bad um yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, okay, perfect example of a, a really good game that's fun that keeps attention. Even for friends that refuse to play games like this, we finally got our buddy Connor to come play, but um, Played Up. It's hey, just, I love Played Up. It's mindlessness fun, dude. And and then it becomes stressful. And then if you, have the, uh, if you are streaming or have a friend that you're playing with that is streaming, they have um, integrations through Steam that you can add. Uh, that will allow your chat to uh, can slow you down, speed you up, call in uh, extra guests by just sending commands in the um, in your stream, and they can set fires. Somebody set our restaurant on fire like seventeen times in one go, and we couldn't put one of them out, and it set the customers on fire. <laughs> so we we lost immediately. It was it was not great. Uh, you just hear our buddy Lowly scream, "Oh my god!" and then it just ends. Have you, um, you seen, there's a mod through the street Steam integration that adds uh, eight player support. Ooh. We, uh, I've like, not legit, seen we, that. We, we played it. It's, it's like eight or like even more, like 12. That's uh, terrifying. Oh, yeah. We did it. We were like, okay, because there was like, there was like five of us. And we're like, well, we, we want to like all get in on this. So, yeah, uh, we used it. And we got five in it. And, um, like, one of the, like, there was a special map. Uh, that day or that week and it was like a bigger restaurant so we had the space but like doing yeah. it on cramped maps it's chaos yeah i was gonna ask if uh the integration for that many people actually runs smoothly it runs good if you have a good map if you get a good okay. restaurant layout it's pretty good otherwise get ready to to pass things to people like a fucking the assembly Conveyor line. Bill, assembly line yeah 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 um, but no, I mean, it's, uh, I don't know, man. Gaming can be good if you make it good is where I will, uh, close that point on the, on the topic of like projects for some of these games again, game devs with these, you know, putting a lack of care into one project. Should they start maybe trying to do something else to maybe regain attention or re re retention or, um, are we talking about like, give me an example and then I can 
the multiverses team would be one to start with, or I don't know, even like the the Call of Duty because they're shutting down the first Warzone now as well. Yes. So I think where a lot of companies lack, and this will play into the uh, later points as well um, of streaming platforms and stuff, uh, where companies lack is um, the listening to their community parts. And I think this is also where Diablo 4 is doing a really, really good job. And this is my my basic understanding of things, but we'll just go with the fact that uh, Diablo 4 said when season one comes out, you will have to redo your renown, which is the um, uh, the stats that you get per area. There's five different areas and you have to collect these Lilith statues and you have to do side missions and collect all the travel points and you know, uncover the map. And they're like, you have to redo all of that every season and legit, like almost everybody, mostly the, the large voices will just use Asmund gold and throw him out there. was like, if you make people do this, your game will die. It really will, because people are not going to want to do this again. And so, um, you know, they got all the feedback and they changed their minds on that. They're like, well, we'll add a couple things that you'll have to do, but we won't make you have to re-explore the map, which is ridiculous, by the way. Like, it's already uncovered. Just let it stay uncovered. Um, and and to have to go back around and recollect statues because the Renown, it's five different areas and they all have five different tiers and each tier gives you different things. So like uh, skills or Paragon points or whatever, right? Um, the reason why that is a problem to have people do that over and over again is just because it's tedious. It's tiresome. No one's going to want to do it. Well, the community spoke and they continued to speak and finally Diablo was like, okay, never mind. And so they're not making it happen anymore. It's not that they they went against what they wanted to do. It's that they listened to the community and realized like, you know what? This is a tiresome thing. We took in your consideration and we actually changed. Wow, Blizzard listening to their community? What a concept. <laughs> so then you have things like Apex, right? apex having uh, a community of people complaining about the, the game being broken and and not even just the um you know oh these characters are overpowered or they have too many blah blah blahs it was hey man the fundamentals of your game like your like the footstep audio uh bullet tracers weren't showing up so you would just be down but had no idea where you got shot from uh sometimes the bullet sounds were gone um Certain glitches were in the game where people could just do these things over and over. They also redid their ranking system uh, so that the largest percent of their player base across all of their um, their ranks. So you have everything from rookie, bronze, uh, one, two, three, four, silver, gold, all the way up to masters, right? The largest percentage of their player base is sitting in masters right now. This has never happened before. It, it looks like they put it on a scale uh, like um, like a, one of those like measurement scales where it's uh, yeah. little blocks above each rank and Masters was like a tower above the rest. And it's it's insane because they they allowed you to get to the high one of the highest ranks in the game and you don't have to shoot a single bullet. It's been tested by by pro players they were just on teams the teams were doing all the work they didn't even pick up a gun and they were able to hit masters with zero damage like what are we doing right and so so uh rather than putting out you know updates to fix things they were putting out skins and events and uh heirlooms and just money makers i i've completely given up on this game um 
I actually refuse to play it until like I hear like, hey, dude, 90 percent of the problems were fixed. I, it's boring. It's it's tiresome. It's old. Um, and because they're not making anything better and they're just making it worse. The whole point of this, uh, uh, giving all these points is games don't developers don't have to give up on their games. Developers just have to listen to their community. The community is the one playing it. The community is the one making your game. Just listen, not, you don't have to take every single point because some points are dog shit, but (laughs) you know, that doesn't mean that all of them are. And that doesn't mean that all of the people that are actually like caring about your game are saying things just to piss you off. Like we're saying it because we care because we don't want to stop playing. So I think that's the best idea is just to kind of like listen to the community more, uh, implement some of the things. And if those ideas don't work, revert them. It's not hard. You have the previous version. Just revert it and make us update it again. So stuff like that, I think would be helpful. No, I definitely agree. It's it's maybe because of this, maybe we should kind of see these games take a an almost death in a sense, so the devs could maybe wake up. Yeah, well, mm, mm, I don't know because Warzone's been going on a real long time, and they're just <laughs> mostly when I say they're going for their casuals, I don't mean people or casuals. It's the casual players, okay? Um, but they're just they're looking at the casual player base and they're like, well, we're still making money. So why change it? And they think why fix what's not broken, but it is broken. It's, oh, That's yeah. the issue. You're just making money. So it doesn't yeah, look you're, broken. You're, you're wearing uh, money goggles. So you can't really yeah. see everything that's broken with it. It's just stupid. Uh, another point I wanted to bring up on the state of gaming right now, major releases being disappointing. And that's, that's putting it lightly. Uh, because we had probably two of the biggest, well, one of the biggest AAA games that was so anticipated, and it was Dog. I'm so mad still, and I can't get my money back either, because I bought it through a third party. Good old Redfall. I'm so mad about this. Arcade so Studios, mad. the developers of Dishonored and... Deathloop, Deathloop, which was a incredible, which was a good, which was like people really didn't raved about that one. I was going to ask how it was because I wanted to play it, but I just never it, did. It, it did good. It like it got re- like majority positive reviews. Ooh. And then um, uh, <laughs> this dude, I don't, I don't know what happened. I I really don't. I'm still confused. Like it was so bad. Um. To the point where I remember playing it and I was like, okay, some of the writing's a little cringy, but that's fine. Like some of the stuff that the characters are saying, I'm like, uh, you could have wrote this better, but whatever, I'll, I'll, I'll look past it. And then we're playing it on the hardest difficulty and I'm like running through this game like it's nothing. And the only things that are actually scaring me in the game are things that my friends are causing to happen. Like uh, my buddy Lowly shot um some electrical unit and it was so unbelievably loud i screamed at the top of my lungs and thought i was gonna have a heart attack because it just like pierced my ears very quickly but um nothing in that game was actually scary and a lot of it was broken and the story was bad and like it was a lot of like okay you got this now go to this area and listen to this okay you got this now go to this area and listen to this like it wasn't there was nothing engaging um the uh character models that i found a couple models doing t poses that was just wild 
Um, I found a couple of models that just weren't even attacking you. They would just come at you like with their arms up almost like a monster would because they are monsters. And then uh, that's all they would do. They would just stand and stare at you because they weren't going to attack you. Dude, terrible, terrible, terrible game. They should be embarrassed. They are embarrassed. Um, I don't even know what you do to redeem. I don't think that's a game where to go back to your question of like, what should the devs do? Abandon it. Leave it. It's broken. It. I feel like it's the same thing with Cyberpunk. Just leave it. Like, don't. Well, I know Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk well, made a comeback. With Cyberpunk, but... they actively went to fix it and they have fixed it now. It's at a state where it's like fully playable and they're ready with their new DLC, the Liberty, what, what is it? Liberty Falls or something, DLC. And it was good? Uh, the DLC hasn't come out yet. No, not the DLC, but the game? The game's a lot better. Huh. Well, I mean, sure, then fix it if you really want to, but just like, you know, don't don't post anything else. I think that's the number one thing is like, just say you're going to fix it, go under the radar, go fix your game, and when it's fully done, then come back and be like, hey, we're sorry, but it's the sorries as they're patching different things, they need to not do that, because that is just going to absolutely kill their game, dude. I, I think it's such a bad idea, but yeah yeah and Gollum obviously is terrible <laughs> as well so we don't even need to talk about that we kind of did briefly mm-hmm. but we can't we, we did we definitely did uh but does this uh these like you know seeing triple a games we I feel like this year we've like seen a lot more like doubt on triple a games releasing because of stuff like this um I mean it hasn't stopped them yet if it's gonna make them money then they're just gonna go ahead and do it um I do think that depending on the AAA game, it's all dependent upon the developers. Um, if they have a lack of care, then they're just going to have a lack of care. They're just going to, they're just, you know, bad people are going to be bad people is how I jokingly saying it. But um, I do, I, I would hope just as we all do um, that it would, I think developers would look at this and be like, damn, we cannot let that happen to our game. Um, but you, you honestly never know, like Redfall should not have happened the way that it did with the knowledge that we have of games having flops, you know, uh, cyberpunk being as, as, uh, widely, uh, speculated and, and watched and, uh, wanted as it was. And then it comes out and it, it shits the bed. Um, I don't know why you'd put out a game that functions the same, actually worse than cyberpunk. So I don't know. I I think they obviously have quotas that they have to meet and they have uh, investors that they have to please and all of that. But ultimately, if you're going to put out a bad game, you probably should think about it a little bit more uh, before you do, because if your investors are pressuring you and the game's not ready and you put it out and it's bad, they're also going to lose money in that. So I don't know. I really don't. Yeah, no, that's definitely very fair. I'm there's one game because of like this. I am like a little concerned about when it does come out, and that is uh, Starfield. I haven't seen much on it. I don't have any takes on it. Have you not seen the 45 minute direct yet? No, no. There's a a few things that I haven't looked into, and that's one of them. You 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 need to. It looks fantastic. It looks so cool, but. but at the end of the day, this is a Bethesda game, so you know Skyrim hasn't been patched. However, it still has its issues, but you know we got over it. But I'm hoping that the issues don't outweigh, outweigh what this game is going to be. 
Yeah. Um, I think I've seen like a couple cut scenes of certain things, but like with a game like this, you kind of have to anticipate problems. Uh, on it's such a large scale game. If it's the one I'm thinking of, like over a thousand planets, Fallout and Skyrim in space, and that and that you can fully explore, fully like, explore all of this stuff, and you can only romance four NPCs. Well, that doesn't even make sense. Okay, it's very odd. They're like, yeah, one every 250 planets. Okay. <laughs> sure, I guess. Um, I don't know. I don't. It, it's super. It's one of those things like you can be absolutely skeptical to think of something on that scale. Having a thousand Skyrims in one game. Like that doesn't. It doesn't make sense. But then again, you know, we're eventually going to put. Uh, humans on mars so like you know anything's possible i guess um i really don't and also the scale of the game being as large as it is like do you have to have you know 14 different ssds to run it like i don't (laughs) how is it gonna work so i understand the skepticism but i'm just one of those people that i've been blown away by some things and disappointed by others so often that i just kind of wait till it's here and then make my decision past that i don't really I don't know. No, it I looks feel cool. That. It looks cool. I hope it works. I can't wait to make Patrick Star. What does that even mean? I'm, I'm gonna make a triangle shaped man. Wait, you can design your character like that? I mean, probably not. Maybe with mods, because you know the game's gonna oh get mods day one. Uh, but I'll get damn close if I can. Make an Octo Dad. <laughs> yes, that could work too. But fingers crossed. Oh, also another game to just kind of add to the list of things that uh, I thought were really good, even though it came out, I think, last year, technically. Um, But the expansion came out. I I plan on playing that. Um, Horizon Forbidden West. Oh, yes. Yeah, that did come out last year. And uh, Burning Shores came out. Burning Shores came out this year. Yes. Uh, The the new expansion I plan on playing eventually. But um, I mean, both Zero Dawn and, and Forbidden West incredible forbidden west was such a good sequel it was so good so i mean there's hope in in games like that for sure uh single player games seem to be doing fairly well i think with especially with the release of ff16 like yeah dude that looks wild i've been watching uh asman play it on his second account so good like i am this game is great now granted um i went into this game hugely biased because the developer, Yoshi P, uh, is the same developer as Final Fantasy XIV, and he brought on basically his team of 14 to make this, uh, plus, you know, the guy who did the combat for Devil May Cry Five, and they made this, and it's just, it's so good. Dude, it looks, I, I think they did a really bang-up job with that. I think it, it's, it's a great. really good-looking game. I'm, I'm going to say this. To people who have played 16 all the way through, if you want another game with a great story like this, play final fantasy 14 it's free it's free up to level 60 with the entirety of a realm reborn and the award-winning heaven's ward expansion unlimited play time selling point selling Tony point. over here pitching everything hey hey i hey even though i haven't <laughs> played on stream final fantasy 14 in a while i am primarily a final fantasy 14 streamer now nah that's cool 
Um, before we get into our second topic, I do have a, a little bit of a special message from the people at Wongo Puzzles. Are you tired of the same old boring puzzles? Well, it's time for you to mix things up with Wongo Puzzles. Each puzzle is a custom design with intricate patterns and whimsical shapes that will keep you engaged for hours. Plus, their eco-friendly materials and commitment to sustainability make Wongo Puzzles a guilt-free way to unwind. They are 100% wooden puzzles, so they'll last forever. Each piece is hand-drawn, so no two pieces are the same and you'll discover a couple little little whimsy pieces to work through it because uh, a lot of their puzzles don't actually have those proper like square pieces they're uh, all one might look like a snake for all I know who knows one one piece might look like that lost tic-tac that you've been searching for for five years or something like that who knows they come in their own custom wooden box, which is perfect for storage and gifting. And with stunning designs and unique shapes, Wongo puzzles are a cut above the rest. I personally, and I've said this before, I've said it week after week, that sea tortoise puzzle is one of the best looking puzzles they have. All their animal ones look great. And uh, I might be working on one, possibly. Ooh. Uh, so what are you waiting for? Go to wongopuzzles.com, pick up your puzzle today, and be sure to use the promo code GAMELOUNGE to get 10% off your order. This is the most fun you've had with a puzzle, guaranteed, or your money back. Go to wongopuzzles.com and use code GAMELOUNGE to get 10% off your order and get puzzling right now. Uh, moving on to our second topic today, the streaming wars. It's oh back. God. They're back. It's kind of reignited a bit. And that's because of a little green website called Kick. It's um it's something. It's something. It's a wild I will summarize this and then answer any questions or any points that we have here. Um, but I am very deep in the research of all of this different stuff, and it's just a wild ride. Um, uh, you want to start with the first point? Do you want me to just summarize? What do you want me to do here? <laughs> Let's. I, I think we got to start with like what what kind of what kicks introduction kind of just brought competition. So the, yeah, competition. It, it, it did what you know YouTube couldn't because you know YouTube was it, it was existing alongside Twitch. You know people were kind of moving over, but like nothing was happening. And then Kick comes along, and around and uh, Twitch ban arguably one of their biggest creators, Aiden Ross. Who I'm going to be clear, I do not like Aiden Ross. I despise this man with a passion. He is a absolute, in my own opinion, piece of shit, and I do not like him. And he goes to Kick. And, you know, a lot of people go over this and they and, you know, a lot of big creators kind of go in, dip their toes to see this. And in doing so, some of these big creators also get banned off of Twitch kind of for doing this because Kick also, their parent company, is a huge gambling uh, website, websites, franchise thing. Right. And Twitch um, doesn't like gambling, <laughs> apparently. Well... See, that's that's where like it doesn't that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, because they didn't 
ban gambling. They yeah, ban steak. Yeah. It, it, like gambling is still happening currently on like you pull up Twitch right now and you can type in gambling and mm-hmm. it will have a whole gambling tab and you can go watch it. And it's just it's it's a very weird hypocritical state for some of the things that Twitch is getting into. Um and some of the ways that they're handling certain things like right now, Twitch is kind of a dumpster fire. Um, Twitch is doing nothing good for themselves. They've done nothing but post, uh, you know, bad PR. And I mean, one of the biggest problems they, they posted was, um, Hey, we're getting rid of you working with other companies on yeah, our site. That, that good old branded content, original, the original proposal for that, which had the whole Twitch community up in arms where they, the next day they're like, okay, we're going to not do that. Yep. Which is, I, and I've, I've talked to my, my brother in detail about this because he's uh, worked with other companies that do similar things. Companies just do that in general, but they're trying to get, you know, a couple bites and they're trying to figure out like what's going to happen if we post this. So Twitch posts that, but the thing is, is that it was so tone deaf and it was so, outlandish to say to your creators that are fully dependent on this stuff that like creators have to immediately start thinking about their income and they they immediately start having freakouts of like what am i going to do like if i can't have the companies that i'm sponsored with on my streams i don't get that income anymore and if i don't get that income i can't stream anymore so now i have to figure out where i can where i can stream where do i go it's just this this insane amount of issues that gets brought up just because twitch was you know it was a lack of care in the way that they addressed it um so that only sparks up you know let's go to kick even more uh in fact twitch is doing more publicity and giving more of a spotlight to kick than twitch is doing for themselves like kick is actually just sitting back letting all of this happen and they've gotten more signups in the past couple months or in the past month than they have in their entire lifespan like they, I think they're at like 10 million signups or something like that. Granted, members can be, you know, blown up and all of it can go be speculation. But ultimately, you are seeing people start streaming on kick. I mean, you even have uh, people like Cloaksy, who the second that his Twitch contract went up, which was like sometime two weeks ago, um, he streamed on kick and YouTube simultaneously. Um and then you have uh, other people like Ninja who was streaming because then Twitch also kicked themselves in the nuts again when they were like, no more multi-streaming on our platform. And Ninja's like, what? And they're like, yeah, no multi-streaming, not only for our partners, but also for our affiliates. And actually, you know what? We're just going to make it so no one is allowed to do it. And Ninja's like, no, no one? Like, even people that have no contract to you guys whatsoever and are just using your site? And they're like, yeah, no one. So... Ninja is now streaming on everything but Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube, Kick. Like he's doing it everywhere, but he's not doing it on Twitch because Twitch doesn't allow it. And Twitch just, like I said, continuously shoots himself in the foot and then the other foot and then the knees. And now they're shooting themselves in the hands and eventually they're just going to shoot themselves in the, you know, um, trying to refrain from saying that for your uh, podcast YouTube uh, <laughs> placement. But, um, <laughs> it's what's go ahead the the funny thing is it's like like a week prior to them announcing that big uh branded ship deal the ceo was on a vtuber show what 
You didn't see that? No. <laughs> Dude. So uh, I just don't. I don't even know anymore. I really don't. It's so, such a, yeah, it's a so, scary place to be on. So Twitch. so Fillion, the the, the VTuber part of V Shoujo, uh, I at least I think she's still part of V Shoujo. I don't know if she was one of them that walked when that whole V Shoujo drama happened. Um, she like did a one on one interview with the Twitch CEO on her stream. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. It, um, it's weird. I think he like punched her once because she told him to. What? (laughs) What? Yeah, it it was weird. It was weird. Okay, I'm so confused. I don't even know. All right. Um, God, I uh, I don't know, man. They just keep Twitch keeps putting out more and more stuff that they are really just kind of screwing over their own site, and it's only making Kick look better and better, and then also making YouTube look better and better. I mean. Uh, YouTube's not putting in too much work as much as they were uh, months ago where they were having all their creators show up. They had Valkyrie Courage. I think they even had Tim show up and like, all you know, they were uh, funneling money into the live streaming area and they had all these promises and things that they were going to add. And then that just kind of stopped out of nowhere. And yeah. like uh, some of the creators even talked about it. They're like, we don't know. It just stopped. Um so YouTube's kind of just sitting stagnantly, which is fine. They'll figure it out because it's YouTube. Um, Kick is killing it. They're just adding more and more, um, th- more and more tools. Like they even added, we can go, and I don't, I really don't want to go on the tangent of like, it's run by stake and it's run by a gambling company. When in reality, like Twitch is run by Amazon and Amazon's not a- any better. Um, but, uh, kick just recently integrated a a tool that you can uh on your like what do you want to view tab uh you can turn off all gambling and all um uh some other type of streams but you can you can make it so that you don't see those anymore oh wow yeah they just added and it went and they literally got the suggestion and within 24 hours it was done like they're they're on it, dude. They're I'm telling you, and that's kind of what I was saying earlier about listening to your community. Let me see. So the user option to completely opt out of seeing bikinis, pools, hot tubs, slots, and casino content on the entirety of Kick is now out, and you can go to your content pro- preferences and check those boxes, and they will all go away. Wow. So like for people to sit there and say like, oh, they're just banking on people gambling and. And making uh, money off of uh, the poor suckers that are going to buy into it. No, they're trying, that's to make, true, they're trying to make it something else. They're trying to make it like, yes, well, they're owned by a gambling company and a lottery company. And yes, that could come crashing down at any moment because God knows what shady things might be going on in the background with that. Because I, I feel like with uh, per, I, with gambling sites like that, I feel like there kind of has to be something shady going on, like in the back somewhere, something because you you, never, you can never be too sure because like that's like well, the controversy. That's I have a counter out. to that. I have a counter to that. If you want to hear it, yeah, absolutely. What company doesn't, doesn't have, have shady shit shady. happening? Exactly. Yeah, but people just see gambling as like this. It's more this, in the like, forefront of this than devil other companies. And and in reality, and I'm about to say something super fucked up that no one's really gonna want to hear. The phone that you may be listening to this on. There's oh yeah, the government's listening to us. Uh, hold, no, hold no, up. not Let that. Me, oh, 
not that your phone was made by slaves oh yeah that part that part but, too hey man go ahead and just keep using your phone and act like nothing's going on there's literally co- like uh, if you like him or not i don't really not you particularly i'm talking to like people listening if you don't like joe rogan that's fine but joe rogan brings a lot of things to light because he brings on people that have like insight to things that don't get put on like news platforms or anything else because they don't want to shine light on the bad stuff but i had somebody on that explained how the cobalt mines are like the craziest fucking things right these people are out there working for like 16 cents a day just to make sure that they don't lose their life. It's very dark stuff, okay? Though that those cobalt mines, those are used primarily for the technology that you use in your safety of your house. Dude, and you're going to tell me that oh, gambling sites on kick, fucking cry. Cry. I don't care. Like it that's that's the part that blows my mind is like everybody is so stuck on this one point while they complain on their phones that were made in terrible, terrible places. Like I just, it's so hypocritical to me and it it blows my mind. And I'm, I'm a very reasonable person. I'll listen to stuff. I will absolutely listen to anybody's counter on that. But like, there really isn't a counter on that. There just isn't. Oh, you're banking on, on young children gambling. No, no, I don't think that's necessarily what the creators are doing. Whether or not that's what Stake is doing, that's kind of hard yeah. to pinpoint because Stake is this huge entity. But like, dude, if you don't want Hasman Gold said this, he says, if you don't want to gamble, don't fucking gamble. But you're gonna you're gonna find people that are just they're susceptible to they're susceptible to to peer pressure or they're susceptible to wow, that looks fun. I want to do that. That's how gaming is. That's how... That's how um, every, That's how alcoholism is. That's how drug it's use everything. is. Yeah, it's how everything yeah. is. I don't and, disagree I mean, with Twitch that Twitch lets all. you drink. Twitch lets you fucking drink with no issue whatsoever. You just can't be told to drink by your chat, but you can drink. You know how many people drink Mango Cart now because I was drinking Mango Cart every Friday on Twitch? I wasn't telling anybody to go buy it. I was just drinking it because it's one of my favorite drinks. And now I have like legitimately like eight people that have told me like, oh, I love this drink now because I see you drink it all the time. And that's what I we didn't call tell anybody brand, to do that. That's what uh, brand security right there. Yeah. Like it's it, that's that's it's going to happen one way or another. So I don't know, man. It's just it's one of those things that um that that's just my small rant on it because I'm just tired of seeing it tired of seeing people cry about it it's it's not worth crying over i think really my biggest issue with kick right now is they need to control aiden ross <laughs> um that man they, I, I, that man is a problem at times a, a lot of the times and i think he needs to get help so that is something like train has because train is one of the forefront runners of like kick right now i think he's like the third biggest owner in it um and he's even said like trust me we're we're talking to him and we're trying to get this under wraps because like the thing that i do like about this and it's something that i think everybody should implement in their lives is that if people are making mistakes you shouldn't write them off because those people are just going to continuously make those mistakes uh, the more that they get shunned and, and pushed away the more that they're just going to do that stuff i have personal stuff in my own life where i can attest to that right um and so with Aiden, they don't want to just cut him off because it's never going to stop. Like it was happening on Twitch and so Twitch banned him and then it was happening on Twitch again. And so Twitch perma banned him. 
And so he went over to kick and now he's like under guidance of some people and they're working on it. Don't get me wrong. Like Aiden's not the greatest person ever. I don't, I don't have any input on him other than some of the things that he does. I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude, like you need to not. Um, But ultimately to, you know, Oh, just get rid of him and, and, and cancel him from everything. You think that's going to stop him? Okay, sorry. Uh, there's rumble. Nothing. Nothing's really going to stop that behavior, other than people actually caring and putting in effort. So I don't know what they're going to do with him, but yeah, they do need to figure it out because it is a little out of control. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Um, I'm per- me personally. I'm just still like, I'm not like. It's not that I'm unsure about kick. It's just that I think it's like I've built up so much with Twitch already that it's like I don't know how I feel about moving to another site yet, especially with me being. With where I'm at, only like an affiliate. I'm not. I'm viewership. Like I don't have. I don't get that much because I'm. I'm very inconsistent with things because of another job and all of that stuff. And it's a part time gig, so it's like all over the place with what I get for hours and all that stuff. That is like, I'm it's almost easy. in a spot it's of comfortable. like I just don't care enough to try to switch over. When you have a lot going on in your life, right? This is how I run streaming now because it's taken me three years uh, to finally come up with this. Um, And it's something I thought about completely on my own. When I have a lot of things changing in my real life outside of stream, right? Like, for example, I'm putting up sound panels right now so that I can add like a little vocal booth thing so I can make more content for stream. I'm doing a lot of different changes outside of stream so that when I go back to stream, it is the consistent thing that I can return to, right? Uh, it's comfortable to hit a couple buttons, be live, play Diablo, listen to music and hang out with chat. Right. I totally understand that when you have like, you know, you have the show, you have your job, you have your real life. You have a lot of things that are constantly chaotic. There's not a lot of, um, it's not that it's not stability. It's a consistency in the same schedule. We talked about that before the show even started of like the potential of getting something that has more consistency, right? Yeah. When you have that consistency in your real life, then you can kind of start uh, looking at not that streaming isn't real life, but it's not real life. Um, but you can <laughs> you, you can look at stream and go, OK, cool. I want to try something new, whether or not that's a new form of content, a new place to make that content, whatever it is. So I don't I don't blame anybody without or with not wanting to try those things because it, it, it is, it's hard, dude. I, I streamed on kick for a week. And I didn't set up my stuff properly and I lost all of my like OBS settings for Twitch and I had to redo everything. And that's just a pain in the ass. It's like a full day to sit there and go over it all, right? However, I will say that Kick is a new site that has potential for growth. They have a lot of things that they want to implement over time, which they're already talking about and already doing, uh, where there's a system that shows the more that you put in, like the more hours and the more days, um, and the more interactions that you have in chat, the more you gain on not like a leaderboard. Don't think of it that way, but like on a, um, what you put in, you get in return. So if you're putting in a lot of hours, you'll be featured on certain pages, stuff like that. Right. Whereas Twitch is kind of more like, we're going to pick and choose who goes on. Um, this is going to be like an automatic system that kind of, uh, pays back the users that are putting in a lot of effort. Um, a system that everybody wishes would exist something yeah. similar to how like Instagram is always like you got to post three times a day and TikTok is like make sure you post all these it's something like that but they want to make it they want to refine it that's already an idea that they have had since the beginning right so if you do put in that work on a different site being kick um there's a potential later on that you 
I know somebody who went from being like a 50 viewer person on Twitch that now averages 250 on kick wow. because she just made the jump early and she's just doing really, really well on it. And she's done. She does subathon after subathon and makes stupid amounts of progress. Uh, hits almost every goal all the time. It's, it's wild. So, and on top of that, that cut, Tony, I, my first stream over there, I had 18 subs and I think I got a hundred dollars and it was just like, you know, the, the regular viewers of the, the stream, the community that stopped by and they're like, sure, this is a new thing. Let's just sub. And I had that money within my, uh, hands within a week wow. because they also use, um, I forget the name of the app or the company. Um, but it's the same that a uh, company that, um, Stripe, is it Stripe? I think it's Stripe. Let me see. Express through Stripe. Yeah. Um, I think it's Stripe is what uh um the grocery delivery companies use to oh. pay people. So it's like it's actually through the Better B- Business Bureau like it's a a top of the line like as good if not better than PayPal system. Wow. Okay, that's impressive. So, that's right. So what I'm getting at is like it's not sketchy. I think people think it's sketchy. It's not it's, sketchy. It's, people it's, think it's, it's sketchy because big bad parent company. Uh, yeah, that and and also because of the media coverage from all the people that don't like it because it's gambling. Like they say a bunch of words and then people it's fear mongering. And I'm not trying to sound like a, a skeptic and, and I'll wrap it up on this. I'm not trying to sound like I'm I'm promoting kick. I'm I'm looking at it. Looking at it realistically. Realistically, logically and not bias. I'm just looking at it from like. Hey man, I went over there. I saw the things that I do like and I don't like. A lot of the chat integration wasn't there yet, but it's it's already improved since the last time that I was there, right? Um, and once they start in, in introducing like uh, apps that not apps, but like um, features, um, ex- features and extensions that make it more uh, inclusive for chat, it's going to be great. It's just it was la- for me, it was lacking for chat. That was it. So. I don't know. If yeah, you, if you swung, want to try, I swung to... by as well when you were doing a stream on Kick to test it out under the good old alias of Lasagna Luigi. Oh yes, that's true. <laughs> I forgot that's how I met you. Yeah, I I, I I was remembering how did I meet Nick again? Oh yeah, that one time in Superliminal when that was on. My oh own. yeah, I was playing that. Yeah, Lasagna Luigi. Good old. It's good pretty old. good. It was good. I, I, it's, now we're it's on our third episode. Th- it's, it's funny to think that. If you weren't playing Super Liminal at that time and place, we probably would have never met. Because I think about that kind of stuff of the all the time. It's the content that you do. Is like that stuff would have never appealed to me. Like to search for, no. regardless, and it's because of that one, that one game that we. Because you we don't pay attention other. to the the meatheads of, of Twitch. <laughs> that's that's what it is. <laughs> it's not that. It's no, just I know. Not, I'm fucking I'm, with I'm you. I'm not big on Apex. I, mean, I never was, and that that was but, a prime game at that time as well. Yeah, exactly. And so, like to to wrap up all those points, I think it's just a matter of trying out things if you like them, and if you don't, then go back to what you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think YouTube should get back into doing more for their streaming stuff and make a YouTube streaming area, sort of a like how they have their own, like, tab. You, yeah, like have a separate tab and just like if they could do that, YouTube streaming would be on a whole nother level that people would probably jump to that as well and add more competition for Twitch to get their shit together. Yep, I agree. Also, uh, Facebook streaming. <laughs> it's gone. I was yeah. just gonna. I read that and <laughs> I was like, no, that's. Yeah, it's it, it actually is like legitimately gone. I don't think they're even 
uh, backing it anymore. I think they just gave up on it. Instead, they 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 launched their well, well Meta launched their new thread. Uh, oh yeah, I need to look into that. I haven't read anything on it. I I I, I, cool. I, uh, I I'm on it uh, at Tony's Game Lounge thread. I don't whatever the thread at, at Tony's Thread Lounge. Uh, <laughs> That's cool. I like that. <laughs> I don't think it's good idea. Like, yeah, uh, but I'm on it. It's basically Twitter just with like a new fancy logo and i mean it's no the, reason uh, to not try it no reason to not try it and you know it's like owned by one of like the social media giants which is meta right now so yeah, yeah it's yeah, gonna be they, nice they already safe. have all your data so you might as well i will tell you this and i learned this because uh they just posted it on um on threads i believe if you do make a threads account you cannot delete it you can deactivate it but you cannot delete it um because it is uh directly tied to your instagram so they're trying to figure out a system that allows you to delete your threads. But if you do make it, there's no deleting it. Mm-hmm. That is true. Uh, also, if you make a thread, follow Mr. Beast. He's giving away a Tesla on thread. Okay. Well, there's that. Did not know that. About to go make one. Yeah. Uh, so there, there's your motive, <laughs> folks. Mr. Beast is on there. And he's going to, because it's early, he'll probably give away a bunch of stuff. Also, off topic, I finally got to try the Mr. Beast candy bars. Oh, how are they? You know what? Uh, so I'm a dark chocolate lover, and so I'm biased that you know his main main bar is dark chocolate. Yeah, it, it's honestly like really good. Even like the milk chocolate, it has that bitterness that dark chocolate has. Good. It's made with real stuff. Yeah. Very basic ingredients. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Uh, it's not too sweet. It's like perf. It's really good, and it's like pretty thin too. It's not super thick. It's yeah, solid. To, to solid add on nine. to that. Uh, he did completely get rid of uh, the Beast Burger. Um, and I tried it once and I know why he got rid of it. And I didn't blame him for the fact that it tasted like shit uh, because Beast Burger was made at uh, select restaurants. So yeah, for it me, like it was like some kitchen. barbecue place. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I just went to a, a barbecue place and they made it and it was really, really bad. Uh, and he was like, the the quality control on it is almost near to impossible because you can't go into these places and be like, hey, make our stuff better. So that's why he's he abandoned like, that he idea. Opened, he, oh, did he, he opened up a physical re- location though in the Mall of America, though? I think so. And maybe that one does well. So I think he's just done managing them in general. And he's probably going to pull it out of stores, but probably keep that one. But he does want to focus on his candy more because it's easier and he likes it. And apparently it's good. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, it's pretty solid. It is very solid. Um, one last thing on Twitch and just the streaming mm. wars. Uh, TwitchCon, are you going to be there? No. Oh. Couldn't couldn't care less. Okay, um, fair enough. I, I went to the last one, and in summary, it was just a big shopping mall. Um, uh, the only people that I actually got to meet there that was worth my while because they wanted to have a conversation was PowerGPU, so that was really nice. Um it was I got to actually meet the the company and I got to meet the um the CEO of the company and that obviously that conversation helped a lot. Um but uh past that, it's not what it used to be. I talked to a couple people there and they were like, dude, the the past years were better. Uh we don't know what they're doing now. It looks like you're just they're just here to hopefully sell some stuff, and then that's pretty much it with all their vendors. However, I will say on the positive note of it, uh everything outside of TwitchCon is fucking lit dude every bar every club every restaurant everything is just full to the brim so there's always stuff to do outside um especially at night so there's a possibility i go to vegas but i don't go to twitchcon okay fair enough 
I mean, yeah, I, I'll, I'll be there for TwitchCon, and you know, I've just, I just—it's also—I will, yeah, because it's it, the reason I'm going is because it's in Vegas. That's why yeah. I'm going to be there because exactly. Vegas is I think like that's a why everybody's home. going. Yeah, so that's why so, I'll be there. I also I want to meet people that if, if there are going to be people there that I know, I'm like I want to finally fucking meet you guys because I'm all the way in fucking Canada. Yeah, it would be it would be pretty cool. So I, I'll let you know for sure if I do. Um, I, I'll probably just go out there, like I said, for Vegas. Um. And then the last there's a, second, there's if I a place well, I, I want if, if I can get like a group of people that uh, you know I know there. We're gonna go. I'm gonna take y'all to Nacho Daddy. That sounds bomb. That sounds bomb. Perfect. I'm down. Excellent. You heard it here first, right. folks. Tony and Nick go to Nacho Daddy and eat some fucking <laughs> nachos. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> uh, Would be incredible. It will be. Uh, well, I think that wraps up our main topics for the day and uh, opens it up for us to head on into the bonus level. A look ahead to gaming anniversaries, one-on-one debates, and weekly highlights. Here's this week's bonus level. Well, we're starting off with this week in gaming history from July 10th to 16th. Starting off on the 10th, 1999. Nintendo released the new Tetris video game for Nintendo 64 in North America. Tight. I don't know what made it the new Tetris, but it was new. Maybe it was 3D. <laughs> Maybe it was 3D because it was N64. I like it. I don't know what made it new, but it's new. <laughs> um, 2000, 2007 on the 11th at E3, which also rumors are there's not going to be an E3. E3 is like dead already for next year. So Sad. It's rumors right now, but it's like uh, it's not looking great. Uh, but at 2073, Sony announced they will release a lighter, slimmer model of the PS Portable, the handheld video game console, uh, later in September of that same year. PSP was so sick. On the 12th, 1991, Columbia Pictures released Boys in the Hood to theaters in North America. The game Duck Hunt is played on the NES system in the movie. <laughs> So random. So random, but fun fact. <laughs> yeah, love that. On the 13th, 2004, Namco released Tales of Symphonia for the GameCube in North America. The most, one of the most beloved Tales games uh, in, the, in the franchise. On the 14th, 2011, Nintendo released Star Fox 64 3D for the 3DS in Japan. Which was the first and only time I ever got to play uh, Star Fox 64. I mean, I don't know about the 3D thing, but Star Fox 64 was so good. It was basically so just good. enhanced graphics, and if you turned on the 3D, you could see it in 3D. But it was the same game. Huh. Uh, Saturday the 15th, 2003, LucasArts released Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic for the Xbox in North America. I never got into it, but I heard it was so good. Uh, on the 16th, 1981, Nintendo unveiled the second widescreen Game & Watch titled Octopus. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> this was Mr. Game & Watch's final smash in Smash Bros. Oh, Where he turns into the giant octopus. Oh, the octopus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I remember. That's what it's based on. Uh, huh, we now cool. move on to my favorite, new favorite thing in the bonus level, where I put pit two games for our guests to pick a winner out of. And I usually, you know, Ugh. I like to dive into games that they've played, maybe hold a special place in their heart, uh, their hype levels. 
And oh boy, we, we talked about both of these earlier, and it's uh, time to put them, put them head to head and pick pick which one's more your your favorite child, Nick. Diablo Four versus Hogwarts Legacy. I know what my answer is, and it, it's just because like it will live with me forever because it was so rewarding the whole way through. I love Diablo. I absolutely love everything about it. I've enjoyed it from start to finish. Um, it's not even finished. I'm still playing it. But Hogwarts, nothing can touch Hogwarts. I, I, the feeling, there are times I wish I could just like take that memory and shatter it so that I could just relive <laughs> playing it again. I, oh, God. Yeah. Hogwarts by no, no competition. All right. Okay. Hogwarts Legacy takes that. Uh, moving on to our deals of the week. Uh, the Epic free game uh, on the Epic score is Grime. And that's free until July 13th. The PlayStation Plus games for July on PlayStation are Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, Alan Wake Remastered, and Endling Extinction is Forever. Uh, those are free if you have the premium or extra PlayStation Plus memberships. Amazon Prime's early promotion for the Prime Days. You can get some free games, Prey, Baldur's Gate 2 Enhanced Edition, Star Wars, The Force Unleashed is free on the 10th, and Shovel Knight Showdown is free right now as well. And also, until July 13th, the Steam Summer Sale is on right now. Take I've taken advantage of a couple deals. I picked up the great Ace Attorney Chronicles. Uh, I picked up the... Oh, no, it wasn't on sale. I just picked up the SpongeBob SquarePants DLC for Power Wash Simulator. Uh, great DLC, by the way. They did a fantastic job. The the singing I've seen in clips is incredible. <laughs> the AI songs of SpongeBob is hilarious. I love it so much. Yeah. Um. I, well, I picked up uh, Project Zomboid, playing that with a couple of the the game launch crew. It's pretty. It's all right. Uh, getting used to the hyper realism of it, but it's it's pretty it's pretty fun for what it is. Uh, the achievement of the week is in guilt. Violence is not the answer. And you have to defeat violence. Yep. <laughs> that makes sense. It, it does. Totally. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the game of the week is going to Exo Primal. Go shoot some dinosaurs in the head. Hell yeah. And uh, you know what? We're pretty on brand for an episode with you, Nick. We're, we're almost at that two hour mark. Yeah. Yeah. I forget that we always. Uh, oh, my God. We do push it this far, but it's nice, dude. It's good. It's good conversation. I hope people enjoy listening to it. Mm-hmm. I, as do I. Where can we? Oh, well, right. We, sorry. We do have one more thing that I almost forgot about. The guest game recommendation. Brand new segment of the bonus level. If there is one game, old or new, that you would recommend to the listeners right now, what would that Ooh. game be? Oh, God, that is rough. One game? One game. <sighs> the Last of Us. It will live with me forever. It's so good. It is so good. I mean, there's a couple in there, but The Last of Us, just just play that game. That is literally one of the best well-written games I've ever played in my life. What did you think of the show? I don't think I ever got to talk to you about the show. Dude, so good. So good. I thought the rendition of it was so... Oh. Pedro Pascal, you know, as much as I didn't think that the the choice for Ellie really kind of fit, and I know that actress, she was in Game of Thrones, and I have no problem with her. It's just she didn't really, really, like, look the the look, because it's not just, you, you would think, even Pedro Pascal didn't really look the look. So once you get past that and just realize, like, oh, they're just both really good at acting, um, it was incredible. I enjoyed it, and, and I thought the the clickers looked insane. I thought the um changes in the story were really good like uh 
the fact that the infected are all connected through um feeling of uh all the branches so like if you step on um the infection like a, a part of a branch of the infection like a mile away uh the all the the dead will come running for you that's not in the game that's a that's a specific show rendition that they added um that uh neil Druckmann himself was like that's incredible we are absolutely adding that because the thing in the the game that they uh were going to have a hard time with the show implementing was um you can learn all this by the way of by watching the end of every episode the the recap they teach you all of this so uh those hbo shows when they have like oh talk with the cast afterwards always watch those you'll learn so much um but the uh spores that would float around in the game that would cause the infection for everybody they had to take those out because how are they going to show spores in the air for real life other than obviously cgi so they added instead of the spores and and causing that to be a, a huge issue they made it so that they have to step over all of the um infection that's on the ground because oh. otherwise they'll be attacked by a mob of hundreds oh. pretty cool stuff dude it's it's very very well done so watch the end of those uh episodes you'll learn a fuck ton dude that's cool and remember uh even though i said it back when they were filming the show they filmed in my city that's pretty cool that's actually something to be proud of it's really dope uh they one of the one of the backdrops was legit the building where i was like in post-secondary for you want to know what was filmed in my city one of the things what fast and furious (laughs) (laughs) family yeah that was super cool yeah exactly (laughs) nice just walk on set say your family you get in mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> that's how it works in vin diesel's world yeah. yes sir <laughs> <laughs> well nick thank you as always for coming on tony it's a pleasure it always is man i really do enjoy it a lot and i apologize for being so damn hard to get a hold of uh life and you've been busy and you've been busy been so it's fine super busy yeah we got you on again and now you can wait a whole year before we get you back on yeah exactly we got our yearly quota of nick rule content but you're killing it man and those that listen from start to finish you guys are fantastic uh tony puts in a lot i say this at the end of every episode and i mean it's not to blow smoke up his ass but i'm I'm literally reading this whole outline that he types up and that we follow along and i never feel lost on what we're talking about and i can literally look up the games ahead of time he puts in a fuck ton of work and it's always very very good quality stuff so uh you guys do listen to it know that you're you're getting it's it's good content it's good content you're getting quality you're getting uh on on an on a on a top 10 list of like playlists in canada about video games i was like number three on that list hell yeah that's cool man now granted i don't know how many people read that article because it was like on a site that maybe gets like i don't even know like 50 50 views whatever so often but like still one is one, ten is ten. Exactly. It all it all helps, dude. But uh, just know that it's it's quality content that just like the Krabby Patty is made with the secret ingredient, love. Oh, I thought you were gonna say crab. No, no, it's <laughs> it's love. <laughs> God, it's so upsetting. <laughs> where where can we find you on the internet, Nick? 
on all social medias. It is at Nick Rule. Uh, just depending on which social media you're looking at, there is an underscore at the end of it. That is pretty much it. So N-I-C-K-R-U-H-L-E, and it's either that or underscore at the end. All right. And of course, you can find me at Tony's Game Lounge everywhere as well. That's everything. It used to be a different for the Twitter, but I changed it finally because I'm a good boy. And, okay. <laughs> uh, and I remembered it. Uh, that's uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Thread now, uh, Twitch, and YouTube. And we have a couple of YouTube videos up. They're pretty good. I, I, I say they're pretty good. I put some decent work into some Final Fantasy fourteen content. Haven't had a chance to make some new ones yet, but that's because I'm racking ideas through my brain of what I want to do with content on YouTube. But you should go check them out. They're pretty solid videos. You're doing a kick-ass job, man. Good for you. Hell yeah. Uh, thank you, Nick, once again, as always. Of course, man. Happy to be here. And thank you, the listener, for tuning in to another episode of Tony's Game Lounge. Be sure to like, share, follow the podcast on whatever streaming platform you're listening to this on. We will be back next week with a brand new episode and a brand new guest in the Game Lounge. See you then. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Tony's Game Lounge. New episodes release every Monday. Be sure to like, share, and follow the podcast wherever you're listening. And follow Tony on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok.